Saturday last year, so it would probably be Monday this year because of the leap year. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it is Monday. Take the 21st off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, um, welcome to Monster Pod, the pod that's conceivably about monsters, but... Oh, have right we now just been talking about restaurants for 20 yeah. minutes? Yeah. Um, it, currently, it's about interrogating witnesses in an old-timey murder. <laughs> How'd how you all like that are. episode? <laughs> I will say this as, like, someone who is a huge nerd. I would find it incredibly fascinating because I would want to listen and see if I could pick up the clues and solve the mystery. I mean, that's our demographic. Huge nerds. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, conceivably, the people who are listening to our podcast are people who enjoy listening to us talk for an hour at a time. So I can't Generally. imagine. That's why that I listen this... to most podcasts. <laughs> right? I'm also sure everybody is yelling at us because they know who the murderer is and we haven't. <laughs> I mean, I know, yeah. keeping I know who the murderer is. Wait, you know? Yeah. How do you know? It's not possible that you know. <laughs> because it's her. It was yeah. the it was roast, me. wasn't it? The roast murdered this man. <laughs> I knew it. Mystery solved. End of I'll take care of this roast. Don't worry. I could have given everyone in this episode a southern accent, and I didn't. I mean. Well, that one's on you. Yeah. Oh, and here comes my cat. Sadie, you need to get a cat that will interrupt your recording. I cannot have a cat in this apartment, and you know that. Not with that attitude. No, it, it's not physically possible. Um, okay, so I am Emily. I am the keeper. I think I may have already said that, but everything's blurring together. I am on a lot of cold medicine. Let's do this. My name is Sarah. I play Thomason, and I'm basically a cop. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> My name is Travis. I play Buddy Norman, and I know where the roast is. <laughs> My name is Sadie. I play Jimmy, and there's a lot of sighing on my end right now. <laughs> I I really want to co-opt the Dungeons and Daddies mechanic of making you guys list a fun fact about your character before each <laughs> episode. So for my own amusement, fun fact about everybody. You can't put us on the spot like that, Emily. I, I am, though. <laughs> I can edit out the silences. Oh, good. So you will make us sound smart and knowledgeable about our own characters. I I can't (laughs) promise the first one. That is. Um, What is everybody's favorite color? Black. Gray. Wow. Green? (laughs) Okay. God, we are all the worst. (laughs) We are not interesting people. Buddy's fine. But Jimmy and Thompson are the worst. (laughs) Bree's favorite color is orange. That is shocking. Are you going to say hi to everybody? <laughs> Your cat is a terrible podcaster. Can you hear her purring? No. No. Oh. What are you doing? Petting a cat. <laughs> Which one? Oh, Lucy. <laughs> okay. So you guys were interrogating witnesses, potential suspects, in this old-timey murder case of a man named Cooper Horn, whose body is still laying in the hallway... Look, we're uh, not na- CSI. No. <laughs> uh, you guys had just finished uh, interviewing the maid. Yep, and we were going to interview the butler, Leland. All right, you have Leland. Or should we interview our star suspect and interview that roast? <laughs> Leland, can you come in, please? He's <laughs> like, of course, of course. Uh, he sits down. It's um, like, I will tell you. Anything I can. Anything that you need. Where were you at the time of the murder? 
Uh, I was in the dining room preparing for the dinner. Um, I heard a loud crash and a scream, and I came out, and um, uh, Mr. Horn's brother, Mike, and uh, Mrs. Horn were gathered around the body. Um, Shortly after that, Laura came in from outside, and Josie and John came out from the kitchen. What drew Josie and John out? Was it the scream? I, I believe it was the, the scream. Um, didn't you just talk to them? We are corroborating alibis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you heard a crash, not a... We, we've heard it described as a thud. It, to me at least, um, granted I am not an expert in the sounds murders make, <laughs> um, was a thud and then a crashing sound. Hmm. Was anything broken or are you just maybe you have noticed because you're very you know focused on the dead body of your former employer uh the only broken thing i noticed was mr horn's head okay yep mm-hmm. <laughs> fair enough we've been talking to people and, and there seem to be some uh tensions between mr horn and his wife well i mean that would be understating it but what's your take on it if that's an understatement uh may i speak freely Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, She is terrible. Mm -hmm. And he is right to consider uh, breaking up the marriage. Interesting, interesting. And she does not deserve a single cent of his money. We've heard some conflicting stories as well about the will. Um, Norma, for instance, told us that she wasn't included in it at all, but Laura seems to think that she was. Well, I, I suppose since Mr. Horn is dead, it wouldn't be out of place for me to show you the will we would love to see it it would be amazing to see it you know where it is uh yes yes um mr horn has uh, a hiding place for such things that uh only myself is uh privy to hmm. i don't know if that was proper grammar but well, let's go check that will okay um so he takes you out of the dining room uh down the hallway um, you, you have to walk past the body um, to get to the study, which is at the end of the hall. And, How does uh, Leland react when we pass the body? Um, well, I mean, he doesn't enjoy it. He tries not to look at it. I should have made you roll to investigate a mystery for that answer. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so he takes you down the hall to the study, which is a, a, a study. There's a big oak desk and many bookshelves with leather-bound books and... Smells of rich mahogany? Yes, yes, it does. And he's like, uh, hold on just a moment. It's it's fairly well hidden. And he, he goes behind the desk. But instead of pulling out a drawer, he pulls the chair out from behind the desk. And you see him kind of mess around with the cushion on the seat. And the cushion pops off. He farts on his will? Oh, <laughs> ignore him. <laughs> ignore him. Uh, they really did send Detroit's best, didn't they? <laughs> We're in Detroit. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's good to know. <laughs> and he pops off the uh, the seat cushion, and underneath are some envelopes. And Multiple he hands envelopes. them to you. Do they have, like, names or anything written on the front? Nope. They're all just blank? Yeah, there's two. Okay. Well, let's we pop them open. open them. <laughs> so the first one you find a... It would be handwritten, would it not? I mean, probably. Okay. Typewriters existed. But, I did. Yeah, okay. Uh, in the first one, you find a typewritten will at Roll to Investigate a Mystery. 
And you're going to... All of yes. us. Yeah, you're going to use sharp, obviously. Okay. Great. <laughs> I got like a three. I got a six. Turns out Thomas can't read. Did you just say an 11? Yeah. Uh, somehow Buddy is the only person <laughs> out of all of you who can understand the legal... <laughs> um, and you see this will that seems to be dated about five months prior to the day which you know the day because you asked someone <laughs> and um, that will outlines that half of Mr. Horn's assets will go to his daughter and half including the house will go to his wife interesting uh, in the second envelope, you find a handwritten one that has been dated a week uh, before the date that you definitely know what it is. And it doesn't seem to be signed or anything. It is a draft. But you notice that in that draft, uh, roll to investigate a mystery. Better. Ten. Four. I'm bad at wills, you guys. Six. Uh, I'm Jimmy. only good at handwriting, handwritten work. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy can read the handwriting, and everything is left to Laura in this version of the will, except the house, which was left to Leland. Uh. But it's not signed. It's not officially, it's like... It's not notarized? No. Leland, how long... Um, That's very, very generous of your employer. Uh, how long have you guys worked together? Or uh, how long have you worked for him, I guess? Uh, generous of, of him... How? Giving you an entire house? He did. Excuse me? <laughs> she shows him the will. Oh. Oh my goodness. Um. I'm sorry, what was the question? <laughs> uh, how long um, have you worked for Cooper? Uh, Horn. Th- 30 years. It's a very um, long time to. Yes, yeah, he hired me when he, he first bought this house. And I've had no reason to leave. <clears throat> now you really have no reason to leave. Uh, apparently. I mean, this isn't, it's not, it's not official yet. Is the only oh, thing. Oh, yeah. You almost had no reason to leave. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. What was um, your relationship like with Mr. Horn? I mean, we were as close to best friends as a man and his employee could be. Um you know, I, I've worked for him for a very long time. I'd say we had a pretty good relationship. What did, what's your impression of Mr. Horn's brother? Oh, he's he's one of those people who always has a get-rich-quick scheme, and it never really pans out. Um, in the last year, he's gotten into the shipping, shipping business, and I know that uh, Mr. Horn was going to throw him a proverbial bone and, you know, enter into a, a partnership with him, but... Um, I was, I'm not quite sure how well that was going to go. Emily, can I try something? (laughs) Sure. And I'll roll for it. Um, I want to investigate a mystery. Okay. But I want to use, and you can cut this out, all the negotiating later if you want to, but, um, I want to use telepathy. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, I want to find out if he's telling the truth. (laughs) Yeah. If he's being genuine. You're going to need a pretty decent roll, but. I mean, that's fair. Ah, they both fell on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you rolled a That's zero. That's not a medic 12, right? <laughs> I'm going to pick those up and actually roll. <laughs> now you have to tell us what they landed on. I think we lost her. I think she took her headphones off. 
I really need like a box or something to roll into. You know I mean, what I mean? Specialty trays for that. <laughs> like, uh, so using? I got an eight. Is that going to be enough? Um, That's a mixed success. You can definitely tell that he thinks he's telling the truth. That doesn't... Hmm. That's what you get for a mixed success, my dude. Can I use a luck point? <laughs> We're going to blow a luck point? Uh, Is it, I mean, oh, you tell me if it's worth blowing a luck point. <laughs> if it solves this mystery. It's not going to solve the mystery. Like, for an eight, I can tell you that, like, he's not being... Like, he's not, there's no malicious intent. He is being genuine. So he might not have all the information, but he is telling you the information that he knows. Right. Correct. Okay. I'll leave it at that. Who, can you think of anybody inside or out of this house who would want your employer dead? Well, I mean, after seeing these new wills, someone who's being very obviously left out. Do you think that Norma could pull this off? I wouldn't put it past her. Do you think that his brother would have done this for her? I don't. It's possible. We do have a ticking clue. We do. And you have a crime scene that you have not investigated. Well, because we were talking to people. Yeah, let's go investigate the crime scene. Like, we're not just going to, like, up and walk away from the people. (laughs) And here's the thing. I feel like we have a very obvious answer. Yeah. But it makes me nervous about how obvious it is. Yep. Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page. All right, you guys are going to go investigate the crime scene? Yeah, let's do yeah. that. All right, you are standing around the body. Everyone else has been shepherded into the dining room, so they're out of the way. Uh, roll your investigative mystery rolls and think of your questions. Well, that's not good. I got a 10. All right, buddy gets two hold. Yeah. I get to mark an experience point. <sighs> I got a six. <laughs> also, I haven't marking any experience this whole thing. Oh, Damn no. It. That's not good. I'll listen again. And so Buddy is the only have. one who gets to ask any questions. Yes. Yeah. So do I have to do it from the sheet? Uh-uh. Okay. Uh, I want to use the first one to see if I can identify the murder weapon. Uh, it was something big and it was something heavy. But you do not see it anywhere nearby. Do I notice anything missing nearby? Like spots that... Are like kind of dusty that are missing uh, spot. What you? I'm Buddy's thought right now is maybe he was hit with a clock. Mm. Yeah, that was my guess. He got beamed with like a big ass clock, not um, like a big clock, but like you know. So a mantelpiece. Notice anything missing? But you do notice that the only non like footprint mark in the blood is near the the base of the stairs, where you notice that there is like a little. Harry Potter closet. And, I'm going to peep in that Harry Potter closet. Um, all right. You peep in the Harry Potter closet and roll investigate a mystery. Well, that's not very good. That's five. Does anyone want to help out? I'll help out. I mean, you can't save that. I mean, I got an 11. Which brings me up to a six. Plus and I say, cool. can I just roll investigate a mystery to go look in the closet? Um, yeah, so, buddy, you don't see anything, but you do hear a ticking noise that Jimmy points out to you. Uh, Thomason, you can roll. I get an eight. These are going to dice jail. These dice suck. I don't know. An eight will get you. Um, you can track the ticking to a dark corner to your left. There's a ticking noise in the closet. Did you take any notes on your uh, vision from the beginning of the first episode? 
Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, you had something about a Harry Potter closet. A little closet under some stairs. Oh, shit. Yeah, this is exactly my vision. <laughs> I was like, it was a door. That was all I remembered. A I had blood spattered very door. Detailed. With a ticking sound behind it. Uh, okay. So and we then established that there is a ticking in the closet. Yeah. Can we open it's the closet? It's in here somewhere. You have already opened the closet. Oh. None of you have been able to find it, though. Oh, okay. Are there any other... There's not, like, cupboards and cupboards, is there? There's not cupboards. We're not cupboardception or anything. There's um, some hat boxes, and I, they didn't have a cardboard back then, so whatever they stored. Can we just start, like, there's opening? A, there's, like, a trunk and, uh, like, yeah. Buddy pulls out the ticking object. I'll investigate a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can we all just roll to, like, search the... Ooh, yeah. That's an 11. That's yeah, Buddy better. just sticks his hand oh, I got in. a 10. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you guys throw open the lid to a big steamer trunk, and there is a mantle clock in there that is ticking. The front, like, the face is cracked, and there's uh, blood on blood on it. So this is definitely the murder weapon. Yeah. Can I go back out we and look, look at the... We look for the murderer's signature. Can I go back out and look at the footprint that's in blood? Uh, there's many footprints in blood. Well, can I, I just want to see, like, can I get can I um, get any information about, like, the size of the footprint or what kind of shoe it was? There are many different footprints because people were gathered around the body. Damn it. You can investigate the clock a little bit more. With Buddy's 11 of finding the clock, he doesn't get to investigate it, too? All right, Buddy gets... Are you just looking over the clock? Yeah. Um, you notice that on the uh, face there is like a quarter of a shoe print. It looks small and like it has a pointed toe. Small and pointed toe. So it's a lady shoe. I go look at uh, the wife's shoes to yeah, see can if we go they roughly match. Check all the lady shoes while yeah, we're at just it. check everybody. All right. Um... Laura and the mom both have small feet and pointed shoes. Not the mom, the stepmom, Nor- uh, Norma. I checked to see if any of their shoes have visible blood on them. They both do. Well, because they've been all walking around in blood. Um, there's nothing else in that closet that's like, can I just like go back and look in the closet and see if there's like fabric or... Investigate a mystery. Something. For fuck's sakes, these dice are going to dice jail. That's a six. Nope. <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> so we looked at the body. We know his head was bashed in. Did we, like, search him? Um, you haven't searched the body, no. Can I search the body? Yeah. These are not much better. That's a seven. Uh, you get one hold. Is there anything, like, is there any, like, paper or anything that he's got stashed away in his pocket? No. <laughs> um, there's, there's nothing on the body. I mean, there's clothes on the body, but. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what side of his head is bashed in? The right. The so. Right side. Is it, like, the top and of his head? And he was grabbed by the shoulder. Uh, it is, it's the top of his head. Um. How tall is he? He's about six feet tall. How tall is his wife? Um, 
about five four. And, and his, his daughter? daughter? Uh five two. And Mike. Uh Mike is about six foot two. Okay. Not six foot two. He's like six foot also. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so you said it was on the top of his head, but it's kind of on the right side, right? Yeah. So someone's hitting him from behind, they're hitting him with his right hand. Like they grabbed his shoulder with their left and then beamed him with the clock in their right hand. Um, yeah, you guys are still in the hallway um, with the body. Yes, yes. Yeah. All right, everybody roll investigate a mystery. That's better. Ten. Yes, six. Okay. I sucked at this. Jimmy and Buddy, you notice that on the the stairway, because it's kind of like a wall, you know, um, you notice that there's just, there's blood spatter on the wall, but there's no, like, interruption, like, where someone might have been standing. I don't understand. So, like, if, if he is, if his body is, has fallen on the ground, is the blood spatter behind where he was? Yes, it's on the stairs that would have been behind him. Like, he was facing away from the stairs. Was he facing over. away from the study? Um, He would have been, let me see if I can figure out how to describe it. So, there's a hallway. Mm-hmm. And the stairs are, like, one side of the hallway. And then the other side is where, like, he's facing the door, like, the sliding doors that lead into the dining room. Can I, can Jimmy run up the stairs and see if there's a space where this clock would have been upstairs? Um, yeah, run upstairs. Uh, there's a lot of rooms up there. But just, like, at the very, at, like, the top of the stairs. At the top of the stairs. Um, there's nothing there. Mm. It's a it's a clock that would have sat on a mantle. Can we ask Leland where this clock came from? <laughs> I feel like he would That's know. That's a great idea. <laughs> Why didn't we think of that? Yeah. Hey, Leland, buddy, get in here. Mm-hmm. Yes. This clock, where does this belong? Um, That looks like the clock from the mantle in Mr. Horn's bedroom. Great. Can you show me where that is? Uh, he takes you upstairs. No clock? You guys enter the master bedroom. And there's a fireplace across from the bed mm-hmm. where there's a big empty spot with some dust where the clock would have been. So someone could have conceivably dropped this from the stairs onto his head if there was nobody standing behind him, right? Like but if he there's... felt someone grab his shoulder. So who grabbed his shoulder? The brother. Like we've been operating under the idea that it's one person is doing everything. Well, not necessarily. I think we can assume that the brother and the wife were working together. But if the brother had grabbed his shoulder, then there would have been, like... Blood on him. Blood on him, and there would have been, like, a pattern of, like, where there was a person on the wall. Do you know what I mean? Did like, you guys take a good look at anybody? No. We were looking at them while we talked to them. Yeah, but that's not the same as investigating them. Clearly, you guys are not very observant. <laughs> we so. are not actually cops. Hello. <laughs> also, isn't everyone just covered in blood? <laughs> yeah. Their feet... Hey, okay, so let's go downstairs and, and uh, start inspecting who has all the blood on them. Okay. Yeah. You're going to have to do a person-by-person person, uh, investigate a mystery roll. Okay. Well, that's great because I've been rolling those so well. Let's do it. Okay. Start with the brother. Okay. Are we each doing one here? Yeah, I mean, I got a seven. For Someone the else has got to look at the brother because I got a three. I got a ten. But I also leveled up. Okay, 
So Buddy and Jimmy um, ask him to take his his jacket off, which he does. And you notice that the uh, cuff of his left hand uh, has blood spattered on it, but it was being concealed by his jacket. Okay. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> Looks like you got some jam spilled on your shirt there, buddy. That is definitely not jam. Looks like I, it, it may uh, have gotten on my sleeve from when I, I checked my brother's pulse. And then you immediately put on your jacket to hide that? I mean, I didn't want to walk around with my brother's blood all over me. It might upset people. Why was your jacket off in the first place? Because it was warm in here. Damn. Now you're not too warm? Well, no, I am very warm. I wanted to hide the, the blood so Laura and Norma didn't have to look at it. Right, because well, you know, there's, there's also no... you know the whole dead person here with a <laughs> whole lot no of other, other blood. blood around. I'm just controlling the elements that I have control over. Why did you murder your brother? I did not. Why did you murder your brother? I, I didn't. <laughs> can't just Why say did you murder your brother? <laughs> Sorry, one of you can read fucking minds and have <laughs> buddy out oh, here. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> okay, I want to use telepathy. All right. God, please, for once in my goddamn life, can I roll a good roll? That was an eight. <laughs> Again. Okay, you uh, look into his mind. Um, Can you, because I don't think you've used it before this episode. Can you read us the description of your telepathy? Or Sure. Uh, you can read people's thoughts and put words in their mind. Uh, this allows you to investigate a mystery or read a bad situation without needing to actually talk. You can also manipulate someone without speaking. Uh, you roll moves as normal, except people will not expect the weirdness of your mental communication. So I'm not going to say anything. I just kind of want to read what he's thinking. Okay, so you you prod into his mind, and um, you know that he didn't commit the actual murder. So he is telling the truth. It wasn't him. It wasn't him, but you know that he feels guilt. Because he positioned his brother to be clock-dropped? I'm going to need you to show your work. Uh, so the <coughs> wife and the brother were working together to kill the boy before he could sign the new will. Is this Travis telling me, or is this Buddy telling his friends? I don't know how you want this done. Is Buddy just announcing this to the whole Who gets room? the Perry Mason moment? Well, does he need to go into the study, get a pipe, and sit down in a chair, and then do the big announcement? Not a pipe, but maybe another pint of gravy? <laughs> With his martini glass full of gravy. <laughs> oh my god. Buddy, has this mystery figured out? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think so. So, we're gonna set the scene, I guess. Buddy goes down to the study. Sits yeah. in one of the reading chairs with his martini glass full of gravy with a... <laughs> and you're gonna... And mysteriously is now wearing a smoking jacket okay. as well. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Hair, hair like, slicked back and... Yeah, okay. and there's definitely not roast stains on his mouth. Okay, so uh, 45 minutes between when you investigate the brother and this go by for Buddy's preparation. <laughs> Uh, so thanks everybody for gathering here today. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, th- I think the, uh, the brother done put his brother up in a bad situation spot. Uh, basically right up underneath them stairs. 
while that shithead wife, who is boinking that other brother, boinking both brothers, really, uh, she picked up a clock and done dropped it on the rich brother's head. Yeah. And that's how we got a dead person in this here house. Did we solve your manner mystery? So uh, everybody who's not you guys in the room freezes in time and you hear just like a disembodied slow clap. (laughs) 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 And then from a radio, which I'm sure existed in 1910. Yes. Yes. um, In the corner, you hear uh, Prince K's voice. It's very good. You solved my manner puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) Please tell me my gravy is still in my hand. Any time, any yes. Think we can get the fuck out of here now? Yes, you may proceed to the front door for your final challenge. No, come on, like it's come. time. It's time to be done. No, 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 no. This is a four-part series, maybe even five, because you investigated for a very long time. I don't know why he sounds like Julia Child gonna, today. Is that Julia Child? Is that what we're going with? Oh, let's, okay. Let's get this over with. Come on, let's go. Okay. Uh, so you guys step over the dead body. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, head out a the real door. dead body. And as you exit the front door, um, you enter a dark library or like a budget version of a library. Uh, <laughs> you enter a row of shelves containing various math and history textbooks. Oh, oh God. No. You are in a high school library oh, after hours. God, no. Oh, God. No. Buddy has no clue where he's at because he has never seen a high school library. Uh, your tweet suits are gone, and you find that you've been outfitted in the finest of tube tops, floral prints, and Jinko jeans. Oh, no. Are we in Is a Buddy high wearing school a tube top? in the 90s? Oh. No, Buddy's wearing an oversized polo shirt and Jinko jeans. <laughs> I cannot. 1999. No. I cannot state in words how much Thomason hates all of this. Um, <laughs> Thomason is wearing combat boots, a floral dress, and a denim jacket. Actually, that's a good look for her. Never mind. <laughs> Jimmy. Um, Jimmy is dressed a lot like Angel. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, have fun with that leather duster. <laughs> you know what? He's going to try and keep the leather duster. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. You are in this dark library. Wait, what? Wait, what is Buddy wearing? I said the he's wearing an oversized polo and some oh, Jinko okay. jeans. <laughs> I missed that. Is... And the Jinko jeans do have roomy pockets. Okay. Is Jimmy a vampire right now? <laughs> no. Okay. Check your teeth just in case. Yeah. <laughs> uh, roll investigate a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> That's an eight. Uh, yeah, you have normal human. Oh, okay, <laughs> I don't have a, like a bloodlust. Nope. Okay. Am Are I we wearing, in Buffy? Am I wearing a shiny burgundy shirt? Yeah. Oh. Uh, kind of tight too it's weird uh, emily real talk are we in buffy <laughs> yeah God, you know actually what? technically you're in bitsy the werewolf murderer but you know what this is fine this is fine i can survive this this is good <laughs> years of rewatching have prepared so me for as you one. guys are checking out your new your new clothes and your teeth and everything a frazzled yet dignified man in a blazer uh rounds the corner into your row uh, and he is very happy to see you. Um, <laughs> you, you're the backup that the council sent. 
The what now? Sure. Yep. Yep. The Werewolf Hunters Council. My entire team is out of town on a class trip to Washington, D.C., and it's the whole thing. <laughs> yep, that's us. Sure, why not? I'll hunt a werewolf. Who gives a <laughs> shit? Uh, my name is Miles, by the way. Um, yeah, of course it is. Yep, come to my office. <laughs> we do that. You follow this man? Yeah. 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 We have no reason not to cooperate at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he leads you through the rows of books to his office, where it's, you know, kind of a standard, like, teacher's office in a high school, but he has, like, a Pepe Sylvia level corkboard set up behind the desk. <laughs> Um, it features photos of tough-looking men and women, two in particular. They all appear to be taken in front of the same neon sign that just says beer <laughs> on a wooden building. Oh, God. Oh, good. We get to go to a liquor store in this one. <laughs> so what are we up against here? Uh, the local pack of werewolves is planning something. And, uh, I mean, it's our job to not let that something happen. That's, that's super vague. Do you want to you want to give us like any other kind of detail? I don't really have much for you. Um, these two, he points to the the people that there were more pictures of. Um, it's a man and a woman who are dressed in like leather and kind of look like bikers. Uh, these these two, uh, Ray Adams and Amy Purdue, they've been recruiting people for their pack without permission. If you catch my drift, they're biting them. Yeah, continue. And they need to be stopped before they take the the whole town of Rainydale. <laughs> <laughs> so you want us to go kill some vampires, is what you're saying? Werewolves. Uh, werewolves. werewolves. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Yes. Uh, the two head this is werewolves. Some if you will. Right now. This is. Uh, well, then everyone knows if you kill the head werewolf, you kill all the other werewolves. Well, that's kind of what we're hoping. This is some season finale level stuff, and the class trip was kind of planned, you know, without regard for that. But <laughs> I don't know. This stuff always seems to happen in late May. And <laughs> um, But conceivably, you've had clues that have led up to this since around September. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. I mean, we had a couple weeks where we didn't do anything that was related to this, but, you know, that was more for team bonding. <laughs> Was there a musical episode at one point? You know, there was. Yeah. The spring musical went yeah. off without a hitch. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were weird for choosing to do cats, but, you know, <laughs> I'm the librarian, not the drama director. <laughs> All right, so we're, and Thomason's going to point to the pictures on the board. Where is this supposed to be? Um, well, as far as I know, uh, they meet on Wednesdays at a local uh, bar barbecue place called Slim's Pickens. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this show. <laughs> okay. Do they wear pink on Wednesday? Is it Wednesday? It is Wednesday. Of course it's Wednesday. <laughs> Alright. Um do you have a call? I don't know. This something? seems pretty straightforward, you guys. Let's go to the barbecue. Let's kill some werewolves. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Um, do you guys want weapons or anything? Yeah, we'd love That would some probably weapons. be helpful. Uh, so he goes over to a file cabinet and he, it actually opens like a, an actual cabinet, like it's a false fronted and inside there are, uh, a couple shotguns oh. <laughs> and some, uh, daggers that are, you know, kind of like Kingsman style being displayed. <laughs> um, Thomason's going to grab a big old shotgun. 
Do you have any silver bullets? Yes. Actually, I was just going to ask if you uh, wanted some silver bullets to go with that. Um, I mean, and then he hands Thomason a bandolier full of silver bullets. She puts <laughs> that on immediately. <laughs> uh, do you guys want these daggers? They are also silver. They should work. Yeah, just, just layer it up, man. Just anything okay. you got. <laughs> uh, Jimmy and Buddy both get uh, two daggers each. Great. Okay. Buddy does not get any more swords. <laughs> but if I take Buddy these two daggers Buddy is never allowed together, to have a sword again. I was immediately given a sword after my very <laughs> bad <gonna> sword. <laughs> he had a sword. And the second time I did use my sword a little bit better. I don't remember that fight. I oh, chopped down a big chandelier with the help of Thomason's magic. Right. I was going to say it was helpful that there were no people around to murder. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been suited up. Do you have a car of some kind we can borrow? I mean, actually, this town is small enough that you could probably just... Of course it is. Walk. Yes, down the street with a shotgun and a bandolier full of silver bullets. Um, I mean, none of the people on my usual team have driver's licenses, so doesn't come up much. <laughs> you really should look into this uh, this hierarchy you've got where you're leading things through teenagers, but, you know, we can come back to that later. If there's one teenager in specific, like, particular that I'm supposed to be mentoring, uh, she doesn't give a shit, so it's... You Could know. be because she's a teenager, but anyway. Well, so do you want to point us in the direction of? Yeah. So, um, he leads you to the exit of the the school, which it's you know like eight o'clock at night, so no one's there. Maybe a lone janitor. <laughs> <laughs> and he leads you to the front steps, and he's like kind of make, like pointing the directions out with his hand. So it's like you're gonna go down this street for about five minutes, and then you're gonna make a left on Pine. We're gonna go down that until you reach second. I'm gonna make another left on that, and it'll be the first, well, the only uh, barbecue restaurant on the left. <laughs> the last barbecue restaurant on the left. Oh god! <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's do the thing. Oh, and he yells after he's like, "If you see a very handsome werewolf wearing a leather duster, please don't kill him. We need him." I have werewolf. No. Okay, good. It's just a very common outfit. Quick, check your teeth. <laughs> I already did that. It's just a very common outfit. Like objectively handsome or like specifically handsome? I like specifically handsome. Like you'd cast him as handsome man. Okay. <laughs> you guys are yelling this from like half a block down. <laughs> I mean, this isn't real. So is the town even populated with anybody? I mean, yeah, you they're like houses and stuff. Like it's a very convincing but do we see people? No, you don't really see anybody until you get to where you're going. Of course. We only have a 30-minute time slot. We don't have a lot of time for other. <laughs> um, so you guys head down to Slim's Pickens. Yeah, yeah let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, merch idea. A Slim's Pickens logo TV shirt. <laughs> I feel like um, Friends has already stolen Slim's Pickens. No, they had Slim Pickens. <laughs> <laughs> Totally different. This has an S. It's a man's place. The man's name is Slim. <laughs> so you guys show up at this uh, like wooden roadhousey, roadhouse from Twin Peaks looking place. <laughs> Sorry, let me Google that real quick. <laughs> or the the place from Buffy where all of the teens hung out. The bronze. Yep. 
How's that okay. Google going? Oh, I got it. We're good. Keep going. Okay. Um, and there are a bunch of like motorcycles parked out front and you can hear people inside talking and there are people outside in like various leather and biker outfits talking. No one looks particularly threatening. Did any of them notice the giant gun I'm carrying? If they do, they they don't say anything. <laughs> One of those places, huh? Yeah. Um, Thomason is going to go to the door and kick it open with her big ass combat boots. <laughs> well, you do. And for some reason, it makes the jukebox skip for a second. Oh, God. <laughs> this is awesome. Um, everyone kind of pauses and looks at you and like just goes back to what they were doing. <laughs> um, so you enter an aggressively roadhousey roadhouse. Does anyone look like a werewolf? Um, Everyone. Hold on, let me finish my paragraph of description. <laughs> let me paint you a word picture. Uh, men and women in leather jackets are playing pool, darts, and weirdly, there's an X-Files pinball machine in the corner. Uh, at the back of the bar, it smells like smoked meats and pure joy. <laughs> a team of people wearing white shirts and blue aprons serve up beers, straight liquor, and, a bas- and baskets of pulled uh, pork and other meats uh, covered in sauce. It seems pretty nice. <laughs> Buddy? Buddy sits down next to some of the uh, meat covered in sauce. Roll. Act under pressure. <laughs> Ooh, that's a six. You just slide this person's order over and like, start <laughs> picking the pulled pork up with your hand. Yeah. And after a second, you kind of like realize what you're doing. And then you reach over to the basket of rolls and start... Like using the rolls as like a to eat the the meat instead. <laughs> um, you have made this man upset, but he doesn't really like he doesn't know what to do with it. I just go howdy, partner, and continue stuffing my face. <laughs> um, so the people that we saw the pictures of, do we see them anywhere? Uh, roll investigate a mystery. Oh, that's a six. If they were there, you couldn't tell. I mean, at least I leveled up. <laughs> uh, Thomason's going to do the same. She's going to look around for them werewolves. Okay. That was a seven. Okay. So you don't see them, but you do notice that um, on a door to the right of the bar, right next to the uh, the pinball machine, you see a large man in a white shirt and a leather jacket that's just standing beside this door. Um, he has a full... Big salt and pepper beard that isn't really crucial to the story, but it is a very good beard. All right, uh, Thomason's gonna go up to him and point the shotgun at him and say, Let me in. <laughs> I see no reason to be subtle about this. <laughs> um, roll manipulate a person. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done with uh, I have not I'll with a gun though. Have. Yeah, you get a plus one for firearm. Good news. That was a 10 plus two charm plus one for firearm. That's 13. Okay. Uh, this man immediately just puts his hands up. And he's like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> she kicks the door open again. <laughs> it opens outward. Um, <laughs> Damn it. Roll kicks some ass. I want to see how this goes. But you get minus one because it does open outward. <laughs> and it obviously opens outward. It's a five. Okay, you kind of just, like, put your foot up on it, and you just stand there with one foot up on the door for a second. Uh, And then the the bearded man is like, "Uh, here, let me get that for you, and, like, opens the door. (laughs) 
<laughs> Great, thank you. She goes through the door. Uh, so the door leads to a set of narrow uh, wooden stairs. Uh, are uh, Jimmy and Buddy following me? Yes. Okay, good. Buddy, are you leaving your pulled pork? Uh, I am not leaving the pulled pork, I but like I am following. I just feel like it's not all smart. over your polo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have probably used my polo as a napkin. Um, so these stairs at the top, there's just one one room. So you go in and you enter the room and it's it's pretty much just a private, like a room with a private pool table. Two guys playing a game of pool, um, mismatched chairs set up, set up in a rough circle around the center. Um, aside from the two men playing pool, there's a man and a woman standing in the corner uh, talking. And Are they the werewolf people? Yes, you do recognize them from the pictures. Um, and everyone roll... Uh, act under pressure. Eight. A ten. Okay. A six. So Buddy is too involved in his uh, <laughs> snacks to notice what... Uh, Jimmy and Thomason notice, and in the corner there are two uh, teenagers tied and gagged, and they look like they've been roughed up quite a bit. And the two uh, people, werewolves, uh, in the center of the like half circle of chairs, seem to be discussing them. Sounds like it's time to kick some ass. Yeah, I think uh, Thomason is going to yell, "Hey, don't be fucking rude," <laughs> and then fire the shotgun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I'm pretty sure you can't roll, say I'm fucking assuming. on TV. Yeah, that's something. a kick some ass roll. I'm great at those. Uh, eight. <laughs> okay. Not bad, actually. So since you surprised them and they were not expecting it, you fire and you hit the woman like at the top of the shoulder. Um, So it does not kill her. It does make her very mad and it does deal um, one harm to her. Jimmy was given two daggers and no, like, shotgun or anything, right? Yeah, there was one shotgun and Thomason seemed to be uh, real keen on having that. Real keen. (laughs) Um, So Jimmy is going to, like, toss one of these daggers at the other person. Okay. Let's see how this works. Not bad at all. That is... I was real nervous there for a second. (laughs) That's going to be an 11. Okay, so you um, you catch this guy in the gut, and uh, it does two damage, and he is very, very, very upset about it. Um, you can kind of see the place where the both the the dagger and the shot, uh, where it went into their skin, it's kind of sizzling and smoking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and horrible. before anyone else can can try to harm them, um, you see them start to. To shift and transform. Um, so their noses and mouths melt together to form like this gross, fleshy, and hairy snout. And their ears grow to points covered with fur. And their nails become curled and yellow claws uh, protruding from hands that have sprouted fur. Uh, it's sort of a... Because you guys have seen a werewolf before. Not in person, but in your studies. In real life? No. In studies. <laughs> Uh, so it, you can tell I that think they, Buddy's only seen a werewolf in the thriller video. Oh uh, well, Jimmy has definitely seen a werewolf before. They've sort of half transformed, and it's possibly the grossest thing you guys have ever seen. Cool, not. And the woman who Thomason uh, got is going to kind of bound towards you on all fours, and she is going to try to leap on Thomason with her claws out. And Thomason roll actor under pressure. <laughs> 
11. Okay, Thomason, you managed to, like, dive and roll out of the way. God, I'm so cool. <laughs> yeah, that was really weirdly, like, she's, she does say that out loud. Uh, and the man that Jimmy hit is still kind of dealing with his gut shot. Lucy, please get off the table. <laughs> okay, so you're just not listening? No, she needs to be part of this podcast. Um, He is still dealing with uh, the shotgun blast to the, the gut, so he's kind of out for this round. Do I still have my gun? Yes. Can I fire a shot at him? Um, yes. Uh, that one was like a three. Uh, yeah, so not only does it not hit him, it kind of like glances off the the ceiling because uh, you were shooting from the ground. Also, the kickback on the gun uh, hits you in the throat and you take one damage. Ow. You should not be firing guns with the butt of it on your throat. She was firing from the ground, so I'm imagining, like, I'm doing the motion. You should not be firing guns at all. It was maybe not proper firing position. Yeah, I get it. So, uh, Thomason, you also can't talk for, like, two rounds of combat. Aw. Because you're just choking from, you know, getting smashed in the throat. That's what a three gets you here. I mean, that's fair. Um, Jimmy would like to go both retrieve his dagger and also put it back into that guy okay <laughs> um roll act under pressure to go get it back and then kick some ass uh if you manage to do that a 10 okay so you do manage to grab uh grab your dagger without uh him managing to hit you these dice are better watch them fuck up now watch oh no okay Oops. eight okay okay ass. uh you do like plunge the dagger into his uh, like peck, I guess. Um, but he does manage to rake his claw uh, along your back as you're doing that, so you take um one harm. Damn it! And may I remind you, there are two hostages. Uh, yeah, Buddy is going to run over to the hostages and try to cut them free. Um, check if they've been bitten or anything, dude. Read a bad situation, Buddy. Reading bad situation. Oh, I can read well. Yeah. Uh, eleven. Okay, so you you uh kind of sneak over there, um, and they're like roughed up, like they're they've been like hit in the face and stuff. But from what you can tell, no one's been bitten. They're just very, very, very scared. Yeah, I'm gonna say, hey, we come here to rescue you, dudes, and just slice off their uh, restraints. Okay, you do that using my two daggers. Um, but as you do that, uh, one of the men who is playing pool has half transformed, so he is going to try to tackle you from the back. Uh, roll act under pressure. All right. Uh, nine. You, you can either move fully out of the way and he's going to land and scratch one of the people you're trying to rescue, or you can... Stay in that place, and he is going to scratch you across the arm, dealing uh, one harm. Well, Buddy's definitely going to take the damage rather than letting random children get attacked okay. instead. So Buddy gets scratched. Uh, it takes one harm. There's a werewolf trying to attack you from the back. Okay. Can I try to put my daggers in his eyes? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, roll kicks and ass. Oh, no. We gave Buddy daggers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. This guy's going to have two daggers in his knife, in his uh, eyeballs, because that's a... Uh... Oh, I guess only a nine. But still, I rolled a nine. Okay. 
uh, for a night on on some kicks and ass. Um, yeah, I don't even think I've rolled a kicks and ass before. I don't even know what happens when you roll on that. <laughs> you uh, plunge these two daggers into his eyes, dealing for harm, which takes this guy out like he's dead. Um, nice. Holy shit! But as you're doing it, he scratches um, with you know both of his arms because he's trying to get you off of him. Uh, phrasing? Get you off of him. <laughs> <laughs> so Buddy is going to take two scratch marks across his chest uh, for two damage. So Buddy oh, is at three okay. damage, but you have killed one of four werewolves in the room. Yeah. Here's the question. Before you deal out any more harm, um, do we still have the harm from last fight? I assumed so. The dragon? The dragon? Yeah. Okay. Buddy I've been assuming he so. he drank all of the healing potions. Yeah, Buddy was fine. Yeah. Jimmy had three. Jimmy had one. I- Jimmy had one. Yeah, and then I tried I to two. heal Thomason and I fucked you up worse than you were at. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Just wanted to be sure that that was what was happening. Yeah, you haven't had a time to like rest up or anything. You had the first aid at the Dragon Tower, but um, Buddy drank the entire healing potion. The apple drink that was in there? <laughs> <laughs> um, Jimmy would like to continue trying to murder the dude that he's been working on. Okay. That is going to be a nine. Okay. How are you going to... So I have the other dagger. I assume that that one dagger is in his pack still. So I'd like to, like, grab that dagger and then with the other dagger just, like, kind of go for his neck. Okay. So, like, one as a handle and the other as, like, a stabby. Okay. So... Man, it's been a while since we've seen Jimmy, like, get real violent. (laughs) So He's really annoyed. He would like to go home. <laughs> you do that. You go to stab him in the neck. Uh, he does land a big bite, like, on your shoulder slash neck. Don't worry. That's there. That's not how werewolves are created, and you know that. I and know. it's a DVD werewolf anyway, so. Yeah. Um, so he manages to, like, bite your neck, so that's going to do two harm. But you also killed him. Yay! So he drops the ground. Now his lady friends and the other werewolf that was playing pool are like super mad. Both of them are going to start coming towards you. So roll act under pressure. That is a seven. Okay. Uh, for seven, you you can roll away and only take one harm or you can stay. And when they both try to attack you at the same time, they'll do one harm to each other. But I could get more harm than one harm. But you could get more harm. You will get more harm. Okay, I'm going to roll away because I'm already past that little line that says you're not doing well. Okay, so you roll (laughs) away. Yeah. Emily, if we die in the DVD, do we die in real life? Yep. I assume so. (laughs) Actually, I think you asked that in the last episode. Did I? (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember anything that happened. almost died in the last episode. I, I like how no one except for Thomason has said anything to these people that you are just straight murdering. Like, no, why are you doing this? Explain your evil plan. No. We're just going on the word of some Australian guy in a library. Listen, his name is Miles, and I trust him. And he was surrounded by books. Also, we kind of just assume that if we kill these guys, we're done. We're in Mitzi the Werewolf Slayer. I assume that you need to slay uh, some werewolves. Sorry, uh, Bitsy the Werewolf Murderer. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, and we're murdering werewolves. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> In your tight maroon shirt. Yep. Leather jacket. Yep. I have to imagine that is also a very good look. 
It's also a little bit too short, so you can kind of see some, like, the midriff between the (laughs) pants and the shirt. (laughs) Is Jimmy becoming a heartthrob in this show? Yeah, yeah, Jimmy is playing the role of the the angel or the spike. (laughs) Buddy is quite obviously the Xander. (laughs) Does that make Thomas in the willow? Yeah, because she's a witchy lady. Come on, man. Right, 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 right. I guess Buddy could also be the Oz, but... Yeah. Actually, he is more like the Oz. He is more like the Oz. Okay. He's seen two episodes of Buffy. I remember zero of them. <laughs> I'm sad. Anyway. Um. Anyways. So, uh, the, the lady werewolf is... She's getting real just annoyed. So, she's going to go after Thomason because uh, Thomason shot her first and she's kind of over it all. She's like... We were not doing anything to you. I don't even know who you are. Where are the usual people? <laughs> In Washington, hey. D.C.? Oh, we're right. The class trip, trip was this week. Oh, man. I should have known. <laughs> <laughs> this is a backdoor pilot, all right? Well, one of them made a joke about getting a permission slip signed when we were fighting last week. I just didn't really clock it. Anyway, fuck you. Well, and she's going to upon- die for Thomason. Uh, upon that seeing that dive, Buddy's gonna rip the daggers out of the eyes of the werewolf that he killed Jesus and roll Christ. protect someone to try to make Thomas nice. not get hurt. How are you gonna try to protect her? I'm gonna jump in the way. Okay. <gasps> Buddy. Uh, ooh, fuck yeah. I have a plus zero to that and it is an 11. Um, damn, Buddy. <laughs> yeah. Can we, uh, Sarah and Sadie, take your headphones off for a second. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm nervous. Me too. <laughs> you gonna tell us in the chat when we can come back? Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know what I'm taking. I am taking my headphones off. Okay. Um. What What are Buddy's monstrous moves? Uh, he has the the base attack of his claws, which is two, then extra harm to it. So he does a a three attack with his hands. Okay. So, um, how do you want to do this? Well, I was just rolling protects. I know, I know, I know, I know, know, but I feel like this would be a good opportunity to have Buddy Hulk out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, So let's see. So yeah, I can inflict harm on the enemy as part of my very good roll for protect someone. So uh, maybe I just like kind of like grab her by the shoulders. I I have an idea. I have an idea. Okay. I'm back. Okay. Sorry. Hi. Hello. Okay. Okay. So Buddy, with an 11, um, you kind of weirdly quickly sprint across you've dropped your pulled pork at this point but yeah i figured i'll come back for it later um so you're sprinting across the room to try to like dive in front of thomason and you do uh with an 11 you definitely do and as you're diving you kind of put a hand out in like a fist like Mm -hmm. uh and you catch this uh vampire not vampire oh sorry (laughs) uh this werewolf in the chest and with a strength that you didn't really know that you had, um, you punch her in the chest and send her flying against the back wall, uh, dealing one harm as she hits the back wall. And Thomason is safe, and you are safe, and yeah. And Jimmy what goes, the fuck? Damn! Is this a DVD thing? Uh, might be a pulled pork thing? I don't know! <laughs> All right. For the record, Buddy has no clue what's going on. Oh, good. Um, so you have one... <laughs> Fam, uh, one sorry, one werewolf at almost full health, um, who's still recovering from not hitting Jimmy, and then you have this the main like lady werewolf who uh 
Buddy just punched into a wall. Well, Buddy, now assuming that he has super strength, is going to go over and try to smash the head of this werewolf (laughs) down and out of its own butt. (laughs) (laughs) Just double fist smash. Uh, I rolled kick some ass. Yeah, the last roll, I rolled very well. So uh, let's see what happens here. Oh, I rolled pretty well again. Uh, That's a nine. Okay. So you don't quite manage to, like, bash her head through her own butt. Uh, this is a three harm attack. Uh, hold on. Oh, what? Yeah. Um, you're not using silver, mm-hmm. so there, you have. So to she'll take... still be alive. She'll just be slightly more rearranged. Well, actually, <laughs> you only needed to deal two harm to her in order for her to die. So even with her armor, because of no silver, like you still break both of her shoulders. Well, actually, I did have the daggers on me, <laughs> so I might have been. Okay. Dropping my daggers into her. Okay, so you stab her in both shoulders with your daggers when she is, like, already on the ground. And she's dead. Like, you've killed her. Um, But you, uh, there was so much force behind your thing that your hand slips and you cut yourself with a dagger, so take one harm. Oh. And I'm not sure how that is going to relate story-wise, but that does put me one tick into the unstable. Um, That one cut was just, like... (laughs) You're very tired, and you're also very tired from your big punching move. <laughs> so yes, a lot of punching. Yeah. Uh, so there is one vampire. Fuck! Why do I keep <laughs> saying that? There's one werewolf who's uh, taking a running bound at, at Jimmy again because he's very upset about not hitting him in the first place. So Jimmy, roll act under pressure. Mm, a ten. Okay, so yeah, you sidestep and he like runs head first in the wall and takes one harm. <laughs> um, I would like to uh, use magic to lift myself up off of the floor and spin towards that guy. I don't know where he is in relation to like, uh, like where a I torpedo. Am. <laughs> no, just like because I'm like I'm like dove to the floor and I'm still on the floor. I'm assuming right, and then I like got hit in the throat. Yeah, so I'm still there. I want to just use magic to, like, get up real quickly. Oh, yeah. Um, and spin in that direction. Spin? Like, so, how are you spinning? That's like, so like I can aim my gun at him. Oh! <laughs> to turn her body. Not turn. Spin. Okay, Turning. yes. Do that. Yeah, I want to do that. What do I need to roll? Do I need to roll use magic first? Yeah. She's not doing a fucking triple axle. <laughs> no! <laughs> that was a nine. Yeah, you get up. You have a little bit of headache now, but you're up. Okay, now I want to shoot him. Okay. <laughs> that was a really complicated way to just stand up. <laughs> that was a five. It was supposed to be cool. <laughs> you shoot the light above his head out, and you a piece of glass like flies back and hits you in the eye. God damn it, guns are stupid. <laughs> Can I? One Can harm. Just, I would just like to... to... Now I'm unstable. <laughs> We're all unstable at this point. I would like to throw my daggers at that dude. Okay, please roll well. <laughs> try. Now that you've said that, I'm not going to. Oh no, it's not bad. That is going to be an 11. Okay, yeah, both daggers like hit him in the butt. <laughs> Where his head should be. <laughs> he gets hit in both of his butts, dealing four harm. <laughs> Guys, his butt was the, like, chink in his armor the whole time. It's not oh, Achilles' now heel. I'm remembering that old phrase, you always stab a werewolf in the butt. He's still Dude, alive, big, but he's, like, crawling big. towards you. 
Can I towards Jimmy or towards Buddy? Well, uh, towards Jimmy. Can I kick him? Yeah. Mm. That's gonna be a seven. You kick him. It doesn't really do anything. Mm. He's more mad now. He's moving faster. I mean, both my daggers are in his butt right now. Yeah. Can I shoot at him again? Please. Can I get him really close this time? Just like point blank shoot him in the head? Yeah. <laughs> uh, take a plus one on that. Okay. That's still a five. Oh my god. <laughs> you, I have a minus one tough. This isn't. You this just. Is why I don't shoot things. Drop normally. the gun and he reaches out and like swipes at your ankle and scratches you. Uh, do I get a harm for that? Yep. Can I pick god up. Damn it. Can I pick. Can Jimmy pick up the gun because he should have had the gun the whole time? Yes, please. Let's be honest. Please, <laughs> please kill this vamp. Uh, this werewolf. You shoot him. That is a 12. Okay, you, you blow his goddamn hat off. He's dead. <laughs> All and of them are dead. I should always have the fucking gun. <laughs> the teenagers are, like, they've stood up now that they've, like, seen everybody is dead. And they're like, can, can we go home? Yes, go, leave. Go to the library first, I think. We, are, we don't hang out with them. We're just side characters. It's fine. <laughs> okay. It's Jonathan. It's fine. <laughs> and they run off. Um, and from the jukebox in the corner, you hear, see, it is so easy to kill a werewolf. I don't know why you guys just don't do it normally. Are you kidding me? Is this also will kill fucking Casper Van Houten? I'm going to find you and I'm going to kill you so hard. Um, I seem to remember you not doing a very good job of that last time we met. So I have a better reason now. Fine. Uh, look at the pool table. We look at the pool table. There are three of the potions that you found in the dragon's tower sitting on the pool table. Each is for one of us, buddy. <laughs> buddy already has all three of them uncorked. Buddy. Thomason grabs one real quick. So oh, can, I, I'm going to have to retro, like, Bree stayed at the library with Miles. Yeah, that seems fair <laughs> because she's not been around. Um. Okay, so yeah, he's like, there are some healing potions, and if you... Leave any in this one. I'm sure you could take it back to your little lab. And, uh, well, it's not hard to recreate. Buddy downs his. There's nothing left in his vial. Thomas will take, like, half of hers. Okay. You're healed that- for um, three damage. Yeah, Jimmy will take about half. Uh, Jimmy's also healed for three, and it stabilizes you. Great. Can assume I'm healed for at least the four that I had? Yeah, you're fully healed. It's like the formula from the beginning of Hercules, like, you have to drink the whole potion. <laughs> I, it's like, see, it. I mean, it wasn't that hard, wasn't it? Like, you had fun. It seemed like you were having some fun. Because none of it was real. And wouldn't it be more fun if it had real-world consequences, like a very terrible werewolf being murdered? Well, we didn't know he was really terrible when you told us to kill him, and why should we trust you? Oh, because I'm me. You're a demon. Yeah, I don't know why everyone seems to think demons are so bad. Have you met an angel? Not that we're no. aware of. Assholes. All of them. I mean, you seem pretty biased. I don't know that we can just take Oh, am I? You're a fucking demon, dude. Yeah, I feel like you're biased against angels. I'm biased. Okay, anyways. Can we, <sighs> anyway, so- can we go home now? Is, are you done making your little point? I... Just wanted to present you with an opportunity. We're not I'm going fi- to kill Casper Van Houten for you. 
I understand your hesitation. It is kind of a big deal. But considering what you'd be doing if you killed him the next time your paths crossed, it might benefit some of you, uh, maybe more than others. The hell is but that if you, to me? If you do this, I will reward all of you. And if not, well, I'm, I'm not sure what will happen. Uh, Van Houten is a very dangerous person, and you might find that he's worse than I am. So what beef do you have with this dude? I don't know if you noticed during your little Florida excursion, <laughs> but he is disrupting the balance uh, between monsters and creatures and humans, and it is a very delicate balance, and the consequences of that being messed with may be terrible for everybody involved. Look, I'm not saying we're not going to kill him, because I'm definitely going to kill him next time we find out or we see him. But I'm not going to do it for you. I'm, You're an asshole. I'm not asking you to do it for me. I'm just saying, if you do it, I will have gifts for you. I don't know that we want your gifts. I feel like the sauce-covered one may need my assistance sooner than he thinks. Do you have more food or something? Well, I'll let you go on your own journey. Can I kick the jukebox or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it starts playing the Happy Days theme song, but then it's right back to... <laughs> Could you not do that? <laughs> I kick it again. <laughs> Starts playing that song from The Covenant. <laughs> You're going to need to narrow that down a little bit. <laughs> uh, the one that in the bar. The very horrible scene. Do you mean I Love Rock and Roll by that one. Joan Jett? <laughs> yes. <laughs> song wasn't bad. The scene was bad. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, could you please Stop. I'm not going to hurt any of you. I just need your help. I cannot do it myself. If I could, I would. Send us home and we'll think about it. Do you promise that you'll think about it? And also, why can't you do it yourself? Did I not just say that there's a very delicate balance? Yeah, but you got weird powers. That doesn't mean I am impervious to ancient agreements and punishment. I am only middle management. We'll think about it. Well, I suppose that is all I can ask. Would you, um, would you like to keep your clothes from, from this little adventure? No, this is, this is a little tight. I mean, I, the, the jacket's nice. I have nowhere near enough pockets, so absolutely not. Well, these boots are coming with me. <laughs> well, I suppose you did a very good job, and, uh, I mean, it took you forever to solve that murder mystery, but I won't hold it against you. <laughs> To be well, fair, there anyway, was a door involved. As soon as you exit this room, you will be back in your respective homes with a lot to think about. And I have already taken care to see that Brie has been returned to her home. Or I suppose her hotel room in Amsterdam, which I will let her tell you about later. <laughs> oh, yeah. We gotta ask her about that. Oh, yeah. We're definitely gonna have to have a chat. <laughs> Like how that's the most interesting thing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Bree doesn't tell us shit. We need to know. Well, actually, okay, let's go. Wait, 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 guys. Roll investigate oh. a mystery. Yes. Oh. Shit. Yeah, stop dropping dice. Nine. Eleven. Seven. I can tell you that she was not alone in Amsterdam. <gasps> ah. <laughs> Fucking weirdos. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> we go home. We go home. 
Buddy picks up his uh, his meat dish and then goes home. Well, when you <laughs> come back in your uh, to your respective homes, you are exactly where you were when you left in the exact clothes you were in when you left. So Buddy is still on the can. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you guys solved my TV puzzle, sort of. <laughs> I mean, we killed a lot of things. I like how few questions you asked about that last one. Just. <laughs> I feel at that point we were just kind of, we, we figured it out. We got it. We got what was going on. <laughs> so we do have some end of mystery things to wrap up. How are we all on leveling up? I, lo- I leveled, uh, I leveled up. up during okay. this. Uh, buddy? Uh, yeah, I leveled up. Okay. We'll talk about what you guys chose at the beginning of the next session. Cool. 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 So we're going to do our end of session questions to see if you guys get more experience. Um, did you conclude the current mystery? Yes. Uh, did you save someone from certain death or worse? Those teenagers, yeah. They were but not real. They're not real. Um, unfortunately, uh-huh. this one was not applicable. So that doesn't count then, is what you're telling us. Uh, did you learn something new and important about the world? Uh, I don't think. I think all that stuff, uh, what's-his-face was blathering on about. Yeah. Okay. The, like, delicate balance between and, like, mm-hmm. the, he can't kill anybody and. Yeah, that was all new. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. Um, did you learn something new and important about one of the hunters? Buddy's whole thing. Does that count as learning? Uh, I don't think it does because we don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah, I don't know if we necessarily learned what's happening. No. Um, we learned so that you- Jimmy is a heartthrob, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, no. Um, <laughs> mark one experience point. So, yeah, that was our four-part season opener. Um... <laughs> I didn't think that the murder mystery would take two episodes. I feel like there's a lot there that you're going to have to cut out because it's just a lot of us thinking thinking, and being mad about it. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, uh, just for for the reference of everybody, the titles of the shows that you were in were the best UK baking challenge, <laughs> the Dragon Ice Chronicles, <laughs> uh, King K's Murder Mystery Hour, <laughs> and Bitsy the Werewolf Murderer. <laughs> you're so stupid i love it so much um but that's all i have for this mystery uh let's close this episode out let's do it uh follow us on twitter and instagram at monsterpodrpg and you can find us on the internet at monsterpod.monster and thanks lisa for our cover art you can find her at lisaspiller.com and thanks to gumbell for our theme music remember to like subscribe rate review uh email us all your buddy theories (laughs) <laughs> yeah tell us what's happening we don't know tell Bye. buddy too <laughs> i look forward to sarah and i finding out what happened when we took off our headphones when we listened to this episode in several weeks it wasn't actually that interesting it was just a mechanics thing but i yeah. couldn't we didn't really say anything useful <sighs> no um but buddy is going through some changes he's going through changes yeah actually we're replacing him with john mulaney yep <laughs> what <laughs> All right. Goodbye, Goodbye, everybody. everybody. Goodbye. Hello. 
and welcome to the ad for Afternoonified. The ad where we try to convince you to listen to our show. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. We hope you like mummies, weird religions, cheese, historical figures, dicks, religion, and like a lot of other stuff. Did it work? Are you going to listen? Emily, they can't hear you. They're like pressing the skip button right now. Oh. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is As Above, So Below.